welcome to the Great Regression. I am Ashton Davis. I'm Haley McCory. There we go. <laughs> All right, we're starting. Yeah, I know it's been so hard to start this. I don't know why it feels so awkward, even though we talk all the time well <laughs> it's because there's a camera and there's yeah. a ring light and there's a microphone and there's a <laughs> yeah. lot of pressure it um, feels like the camera is worth like a thousand people watching us in the background yeah it's the expectation we have or not expectation but like, i feel like it's the over analyzation i have of every yeah. word i say like even in yeah. high school being like here or something yeah. along those lines yeah. like i would overanalyze that so i still course, do that yeah. yeah, of course I didn't overanalyze yeah, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's really not that bad. No, we just, it's not. Yeah, all right. With, with no experience of anything social media related no. or, like, making videos of yeah. ourselves, it, it's yeah. better. No, I, I remember always wanting to be a YouTuber, but the minute <laughs> I, like, open my camera to record myself, I'd be like, nah. Yeah. That's awkward. Yeah, pretty much. How I do you talk to, like, people when they're not there? Yeah, I still have videos online of me trying to do that. Do you? I'm sad. Yeah, it's there. <laughs> Where I tried to, because I thought that, I thought, I was like, okay, I'm funny. If I really did this, I'd get big. Yeah. No, yeah. I had videos, well, I'm, I've been trying to find the videos I had of me and a former friend dancing to God knows what, I don't even remember what songs. I want to say Kesha, but that's just, I don't even know. But we were dancing in her living room to Kesha, and she put it on YouTube. And I remember watching that back and being like, that's horrible, and I never want to see that again. And I haven't been able to find them, so maybe that's a good thing. But. Yeah, move on with your life. Yeah. <laughs> it's there. It's yeah. gone. It's but I'd like to look back. Yeah. That was that was my only experience with being a YouTuber. Right. Yeah. And it's a good segment, because this podcast is all about looking back. True. <laughs> that's what we want to do, and True. that's what we aspire to do. One thing that used to be so cringy and awkward to us we look back in such a such a fond light something that yeah, we, yeah you know yeah. it was cringy at the time or cringy it, cringy it was it was cringy at the time for other people yeah cool at the time for us few years later cringy for us and also cringy for everybody else and now all of a sudden we look back at it like it was the best thing that ever happened to us yeah and like we want to go back as if we weren't depressed and sad the whole entire time exactly exactly (laughs) but essentially that's why we wanted to make the podcast is to go back to what it was like being on the internet how that affected us positively and negatively um in every which way in every which way because there's plenty of ways I mean even now I I get on the internet and I think I'm having such a good time here (laughs) and then then I get off and then I have these like preconceived little things going on or just yeah. uh, my head's spinning thinking about oh, I just saw this pretty girl I should look like her and right. then, you know, well, stuff like that yeah I know I feel like I don't know a majority of us who I feel like we're born at a certain time in the world the internet was just like it was the place to be yeah but it's so weird because I I don't know because I feel like we had very niche like experiences on the internet at yeah. least especially as we but, got older right Older, but I mean 12. <laughs> <laughs> Middle school. Yeah. But not everyone was on the same, like, uh, parts of the internet that we were on. Yeah. And that's kind of what we wanted to talk about, is I feel like, I don't know, especially me being on Twitter and seeing people, seeing stuff that I relate to about people being on the internet and talking about warrior cats, you know, fucking super hulock, or, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Yeah. I'm like... I could talk about that stuff for hours, because yes. I, was, I was there, 
Yes. <laughs> I was present, and yes. I love that. Yes, no, well, mainly emo music. I feel like that's, like, the one thing that we're going to talk about most often is emo music, because that's what such, like, that was our internet upbringing, yeah. I feel like. Yeah, I mean, well, like, that changed the whole, for me, it changed my whole perception of the internet. Is yeah. like, I was on the internet just to see what my friends were doing, and then right. all of a sudden, that's what kind of introduced me more into, like, what strangers were doing because I yeah. had interest to follow other strangers off who had the same interest and were was able to like talk to them about what yeah. I liked. Strangers as in older people. <laughs> strangers <laughs> as in getting groomed on kick. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, exactly. Exactly. And but, uh emo music was the um gateway to that. Yeah. But what would you say was your first I mean I, I doubt you could remember your first experience on the internet, but to your knowledge, what right. was your first experience with the internet, not including, like, getting on Neopets and stuff like that, but... Honestly, okay, so, just, like, because I remember being on the internet for a long time, like, I think we all remember Girls Go Games, is that what it's called? I don't know, was that the one that had, like, the Barbie games Yeah, it was, like, the dress-up games. Yes, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. I think it was Girls Go Games. Where you make, like, the guys naked. (laughs) I remember specifically a Justin Bieber one. I was like, this is so scandalous. I could see his white underwear. Yeah, I know. And I was, I would be upset because I was like, why don't they just take off the white underwear? If you want to be real and if you really want to tell us. It's not realistic. Yeah. No, exactly. And then I saw Justin Bieber's dick, like, fucking years later on in the internet. What? Have you never seen his exposed nudes? He was on a boat and he was like. Well, see, I remember that. Because I remember a video. I remember seeing a video on Ellen of him, of her showing him a picture of him naked on a boat, and he was really uncomfortable, and that's all I remember. I didn't see any more than that. Understandable he was uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but anyways, <laughs> girls go games. <laughs> uh, that's, yeah, so, bef- like, after that at least, or maybe during the time, I can't remember, but I don't know, a lot of people weren't um into this hip game called free realms it was just as cool as it sounded um i remember seeing all the ads for it i got yeah i think i may have gotten on it once but i never fully immersed yeah. myself into it i did unfortunately and How's it was bad <laughs> <laughs> it was way too um unfiltered i guess is the word baby steps of the internet yeah it went from girls go games to like people asking to have sex with me at like ten years old. You ASL, know? ASL, ASL. Yeah, exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's another thing is like Omegle or Omegle. Oh or, my goodness! Like, yeah. That. Why did we get on that? Honestly, where did I learn about that? I don't know, and I don't know why it was okay for me to get on that. Well, it wasn't okay. Like, I think that's why I wanted to get on it, because it's truly everything my parents yeah. said not to do was to not talk to strangers online, right. to not share information with strangers online, and then I was able, there's a platform where I was able to do both and be like, screw you, mom. Yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's talk to strangers I and can, share all our information. I can see random wings. I can see yes. uh, people play music. I can see. Yes, yeah. So, I, I, fun part of it. I mean, I could go into depth on that and... That leads me into Kit, too, and, like... Yeah, which I cannot wait. I mean, in, in the future, we want to have episodes yeah. kind of breaking down. Of course, this is episode one, so it's kind of everywhere. The structure is there, but it's not yeah. we're still very learning. visible. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're, we're learning how to 
figure this out. Yeah, this is all very new to us. Yeah, and of course episode zero and episode one is going to be the most unfamiliar, you right. know? And as we get into yeah. it, it'll be a lot easier, because I would yeah. love to talk about, you know, Omegle, Kit. Yes. Um, I would say Skype, but really that has nothing to do with nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we used it, yeah. yeah we used it. <laughs> but, but I don't have any bad experiences. I mean, other, I mean like, uh, you know, <laughs> personally, I didn't. I'd like to hear you. Your bad experience. <laughs> Would you? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Uh, I feel like, well, Wattpad related, you know, like, well, I didn't have Wattpad. I had, I think it was called Quizazz at the time. Now called Quotev, I think. Oh. I know what you're talking yeah. about. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if that's correct, but um, that, that was an experience. I feel like Things we want to cover. Well, this is what this is what this episode is for. It's just like an explanation on where we're gonna go. Yeah, and because, what you can look forward to. Of course. Yeah, and yeah, because as we do want to include people who aren't necessarily never got into the emo slash scene fandom type internet. I don't really know how to describe that. Yeah. But you know, so they can relate to just growing up on the internet, being chronically right. online, and how that was for them, and the stuff that they got into in, like, you know, 2011 through 2014, and middle how... Middle school, basically. Yeah, middle school, yeah, yeah. for us. Yeah, for yeah. people our age. Yeah. But I feel like this can even relate to, I mean, any age, really. I feel, because, well, especially related to emo stuff, I mean, you know, that's coming back now, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, the internet, especially, there's kids now who... Don't know anything different than a smartphone. That is so crazy to me. I know. Like, I remember having a Blackberry and... Yeah, I remember I having so cool. my LG yeah. Neon that slid up. Uh, oh, yeah. That yeah. was the best. I had one of those, too. Really? I had a green one, and it slid up. Yeah, I had the green yeah. one. The white and green one. Yes, yes. 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 That's crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. No, that, that was the coolest thing I ever had. But yeah. I, I miss those, honestly. Yeah, because all you did was you got in there, and you talked to your friends. You had your friends' numbers, and it no, was, like, exactly. very funneled in on who you could and could not talk to. Yes. And it was crazy to go from that to just a smartphone. access yeah, to, to everything. everything. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not a good experience, honestly, in my opinion. No. Not for anyone. I don't think the internet's necessarily... It has its good as- aspects, no. yeah, but... I, I... Especially nowadays. Well, even back then. Especially especially back then and especially now. Yeah. I mean, I I don't even know how to go in on that. No. Because, I mean, I feel like at the beginning it was very unfiltered. And then now it's it's filtered in a way. And sorry if you hear my parents screaming. Yeah. We have a a temporary setup at the moment where in a couple weeks, you know, I'm going to be moving into a house of my own where I'll have my peace and quiet. As I have wanted right. all these years. And so for right now, we kind of just threw it together, put it in a spare yeah. room in my It's a very house. redneck setup right now. Yeah, the only tapestry I had was this artificial selection tapestry. Yeah. And I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was so you know excited. If you know. Yeah, I was so excited about this setup. And then so much stuff with Dance Gavin Dance happened. And then this is still... Yeah. The setup I had in mind. But, you know, whatever works for now. Hey, Once it's again, an album it's t- cover, not the member. True. True. <laughs> the, it's the band, not the individual. Exactly. Yes. And the music is still good. Music is still good. The I tapestry good. looks great. Yeah. For now. Killed it. Yeah. No. Honestly, great art. I yeah. love the colors. Right. But, <laughs> once again, it's it's temporary. Yeah. And so, just a 
little disclaimer. Okay. Yeah, quick disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> this is not forever. We're recording no. on an iPhone. Yeah, we have a camera. Did yeah. not have access to it for the day that yeah. we had in our minds to film. We knew that we had to set a date and say, hey, this is the date that we are filming. We are getting it together. Because, I mean, we've been playing this for, like, what, six months, right? I, God, I don't even know. I feel like we've been talking about this for forever. I feel like this is something that just has been meant to happen forever, but we didn't truly connect on it until recently. Yeah. I feel that, yeah. yeah. I, th- I think you're I think you're right. Well, I mean, I don't know. Cuz I well, so basically, we both I feel like we both always wanted to have a a podcast of sorts, you know? Yeah. At least in my I in my experience, I've always wanted to not, not necessarily, like, I wanted to be a presence on the internet in some sort of way. I felt like there was something I needed to do. Yeah, no, I started getting into podcasts, and I was like, man, this is so great. Like, I could talk about to- certain topics forever, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then we started FaceTiming more, and I was like, and we, you know, we're regressing. Yeah, <laughs> in these FaceTimes, we yes. would be only talking about old Band member controversy talking about, like, Johnny Craig or Front yeah. Porch Step or, like, yeah. talking about that stuff and be like, man, remember what it felt like to hear that? Yeah. And just talking about that and being able to talk for hours upon hours about it, I was like, this is something that could be a podcast. Yeah. No, I remember <laughs> I remember you saying, like, uh, something along the lines of, like, I want to start a podcast so bad, like, about this kind of stuff or something like that when we were yeah. talking about these emo band controversies or whatever and I was like dude I have wanted to start a podcast for a a while now but I just first of all I didn't know who would want to do it with me second of all what would I talk about (laughs) because that was the issue so I was like okay either I could get into the like emo side of it which I hadn't really seen that much other than you know as I started talking about wanting to start an emo podcast I started to realize there's a lot out there Mm -hmm. but um I was like I could fucking get into true crime (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I can start reading true crime. That's really all I got at this moment. <laughs> I mean, that's the only thing that's popping right now is true crime podcasts, which I don't oh, even no. know how there's so many. Like, sitting there looking at them a second ago, like, there's already so many that are in the top, at least 10 on Spotify. And then there's more coming out. Yeah. How much true crime can really be covered? Hey, worst comes to worst, this is a true crime podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm if kidding. we really need to. We, we've got it figured. We have a backup, at least. Yeah. But I feel like, at least, the internet's never going to go away. Yeah. That's and just I mean, fact. That's why I, like, wanted to, like, in the future, I want to have my, essentially, I'll call her my sister-in-law. I mean, my boyfriend have been together for five years, but, um, so I'll just call her my sister-in-law. But she is 14, and she is also chronically on the internet, like I once was, and I've seen it. I don't know, not change her. I'd essentially say I've seen it make her grow up a bit faster. Like, right. for her being 14, yeah. everybody always says she acts older. And mm-hmm. I remember being told that while I was growing up and thinking, I didn't think anything of it then. But anyway, I was like, yeah, I do yeah. act older. I am more mature. But it was essentially because I was on the internet a lot. No, exactly. And I was talking to older people and I related more to older people. So I was like, that's why I act older. No, exactly. So, that My experience too, I remember for the longest time, I mean, I mean even before the internet, you know, I feel like I was always told I've, I've acted older than my age, and I don't think that was ever a good thing. No, I hate even hearing that now. Like, uh, yeah. my boss will say, like, oh, I forget that, you know, you're 
blah blah blah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll be like, yeah, no. <laughs> like I, I just think about people telling me that I'm a kid, like you act so much older than twelve. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, the internet's what really made me think of that in a bad way. A- as a kid, hearing that, I was like, yeah. Oh, it was the best compliment <laughs> I could have ever gotten. Oh yeah, I would rather hear that every day over like you're smart or you're pretty. Like I want to hear I act older than my age because yeah. I'm mature. Yes, I, I am mature. Yes. Yeah. But the minute I or even on the internet though, when people would say that stuff to me, I. I take it as a compliment, but especially as we've been regressing, looking back on it, I'm like, that was not good to hear, and honestly, no. if anyone ever told me that, which I feel like at this point in my life, hearing that is not relevant, but even just hearing that through high school, sometimes it's just, it's not, it's not as much of a compliment as people think it is, I would say. No, no, and I think... I don't know. If somebody's, like, for example, AJ, when I see her acting older than she is, instead of being, instead of it being a compliment, I'm more concerned. Because I'm like, what have you gotten into? Oh, God. (laughs) I know. I mean, like we were talking about earlier, I mean, Wattpad-related websites and Tumblr. Tumblr is the big kicker. I cannot wait (laughs) to get more into Tumblr and, I mean trigger warning but like you know the 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 pro anna sites that were on there the yeah the type of despicable memes that were on there that i saw and truly changed my whole perception of my body Mm -hmm. one picture changed my whole view of how i saw myself honestly i will also along the same lines growing up emo on the internet has been such it it has its good aspects yeah like I will forever look back at this music and be happy. Yeah, no matter of course. what. Yeah. And I'll forever think of some of these people and these bands as like, you know, important figures in my life. Yeah. But there are parts of being on the internet trying to be a part of this scene. You know what I mean? That is like like I have to self-harm to be emo, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that- if I want if I want to identify with these people, I'm gonna have to do that. Yeah, because it was really yeah. hard to fit into, like, scenes slash emo internet. Right. Because, like, everybody was constantly, I don't know, at least for me, this was my experience, being 12 years old and being undermined of the love that I had for the music. Because that's really all I was there for oh, in yeah. the first place was the music. I really enjoyed listening to that music, and uh, I really enjoyed the band members, what they stood for, what they talked about. But then, you know, you'd get onto the internet, carry those interests over to the internet, and then all of a sudden, it's like, well, you gotta be this, you have to be depressed and anxious right. and self-harm yep. and this to be considered emo and to be a true fan. Exactly. And so I was like, you're right. Like, why <laughs> have I not been? No, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I feel like that's, I mean, at the time, I feel like when I saw that stuff, I was like, man, yeah, I need to be depressed. So we're going to be depressed now. And, you know, I would act, act it out. But it got to a point where I was like, hey, maybe I am. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like that's how it was, too. Like, I was even telling my boyfriend the other night that uh, I was, like, in sixth grade, I was jealous when a friend of mine, and this is so twisted to think of, but I was jealous when a friend of mine got diagnosed with clinical depression. No, yeah. And I was like, no, I'm depressed. Right. No, you're, no I'm depressed. And yeah. Like, gatekeeping depression. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think that, I mean, I still have this issue, but gatekeeping in general, when it Uh, you know, also in the emo scene, I feel like gatekeeping is such a 
it's part of the culture, I feel like, honestly. Yeah. You know, like, we're always saying, like, you think that's emo? That's not emo. Yeah, you know this what is I mean? real emo. Exactly. This is what I grew up off of. No, exactly. I feel like that's just a part of it. So to, you know, yeah, a part of being emo is you have to be a certain way. And if someone else is that way and they're not emo, what are you doing? You know yeah, what I mean? Like, exactly. Uh, you're doing it wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. It goes the other way around. You're supposed to find out you're emo and then find out you're depressed. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you're not depressed and then you're emo. Come that on, That is not now. how it works. <laughs> yeah. That's just stupid. <sighs> what was your first internet experience? Or emo experience, Emo experience would be... I stumbled across... However fate may have it. <laughs> I stumbled across... A, I think it was the King for a Day music video. And I truly... Yes. I was... That bitch who Googled is Kellen Quinn a girl. <laughs> I can say I've never done that. Well, because I, I don't know, maybe it was in the King for a Day video. I don't remember what it was, but I remember thinking, like, being intrigued by that. And then I saw what Vic Fuentes and Kellen Quinn looked like. Right. And I was like, oh. <laughs> my heart has never fluttered quite like this. Right. No. Understandable. And so I, at that point, I went more into Sleeping with Sirens, and I revisited Pierce the Bell later, yeah. but I had a keen liking to uh, Kellen Quinn. Oh, no. Dude, I've been getting into my Kellen Quinn phase once again. <laughs> Regressing, yes. yes. <laughs> it's this podcast. What has it done to me? Right. But honestly, kind of really, well, King for a Day was definitely one of the first emo songs I've heard, but Black Veil Brides was my emo awakening. Honestly, I couldn't imagine. See, I mean, I if I if any beer sack was one of the first emo men I had saw, I feel like I would have gone down that path. As that well. did it for me. It, really yeah, fair <laughs> enough. I remember seeing uh, knives and pens, and I was like, "This is what I want to be." Really? See, yes. it's so interesting to me that knives and pens was something that attracted your attention so early. Yeah, I really do think because I remember too. I remember specifically. First of all, this is probably relatable for a lot of people our age, at least. Like being. I don't know, younger than middle school. I don't even know what age to say. But, you know, being on the internet was so strict in a sense with parents, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And, like, my mom would always be like, you better not be doing this and you better not be doing this. And then the minute she'd go go to sleep, I'd be like, I'm going to do that and I'm going to do everything she said not to do. (laughs) I'm going to do whatever I want to do. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Which led to Free Realms. And then... Uh, what I would spend most of the nights like going on YouTube and listening to music, and I remember I was so into Evanescence, and I would sit there, and while everyone was asleep, I'd like put on a, a music video, and I'd like like mouth the words, and I felt yeah. so into. I was like, this is my music. Yeah. And then one day I saw in the recommended Black Veil Brides knives and pins, and I was like, this these people look weird. <laughs> they, they're thralling yeah yes. for sure there's something about them yep so i clicked on that video and my life has changed forever i think yeah from then See, i don't know where it went but and i feel like you know a, a precursor to me even seeing the king for a day video is the fact that my parents grew up in a popular local hair metal band mm. so i grew up around you know classic rock as well as you know shine down bullet for my valentine oh, yeah. as well you know my brothers were pretty goth growing up. Right. And, you know, one still is kind of that way, and the other has a kid and a wife, so it's changed completely. Yeah. But, um, (laughs) but seeing that, and 
being someone who likes to mirror the people around me, especially mm. my brothers, you know, the guy, the two yeah. men I looked up to the absolute most. Right. And seeing them, so I, I would listen to Black Tide and other more, I would say, like, easy to digest uh-huh. type of, like, yeah. emo, you know? Right, yeah. And uh-huh. I yeah. feel like that's probably what got my YouTube recommended to be like, well, this yeah. girl just might like King for a day. Right. <laughs> and I remember I listened to that video, and I think I listened to a couple more videos, and then immediately changed my whole bio and started putting <laughs> SWS, PTV, right. and stuff into that. As I you should. I, yeah, I had to yeah. let people know, I'm not the same girl you knew a couple hours ago. No. <laughs> my life has changed. Yeah, I have yeah. changed. And I mean, even scrolling through some Instagram profiles who had the same interests that I had, like Sleeping with Sirens and Pierce the Veil and stuff like that. Um, I started to follow them and started to see the music that they liked and right. started to see the memes that they would post about, like, the band members and seeing, like, oh, there's a whole fandom to back up what I like. Because, right. you know, I mean, I was in the Justin Bieber fandom when I was in, like, when I was, like, 10, you know, maybe True. even younger. Right. And so to be able to have that, but it to be a more niche fandom. Yeah. At that age, I just wanted to be different. Yeah. I think that's something... We're definitely going to cover more in depth later is fandoms in general. Yeah. Because we've been a part of a lot. <laughs> uh, bounced around. Yes. I mean, from emo to like, I feel like we should definitely talk about, you know, One Direction, Justin Bieber. I mean, that was a big part of a lot yeah. of our lives. Yeah, that was my stepping stone to yeah, no. other fandoms. Yeah. And I think you mentioned earlier Warrior Cats. Yes. <laughs> oh, that was my thing. Um, Supernatural is a big one for us. Yeah, I mean, especially, I wouldn't say especially, but as of lately, we have, yeah. speaking on the terms of regression, we yeah. have regressed back into rewatching <laughs> all of Supernatural and being just as into it, if not more yeah. into it, than we were yeah. when I was in seventh grade. It's a new understanding. Yeah, A new yeah. appreciation. And that's what's so cool about going back, being adults, and looking back right. at the stuff that we used to like. And I mean, there's some stuff that I go back and I look at, and I'm like, oh, this was ass. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, like, I truly, I only liked it because I was 12, had no understanding of the world. Blood on the dance floor. Yeah, yeah. I just watched Being one. <laughs> I just watched Cozy Representative's video on them, and it was like, oh my goodness. Yeah, truly, all they, yeah, all they had to do was say some stuff that I wasn't supposed to hear. Right. And I was like, yeah, See, that's re- my stuff. Yeah. I, I was never very much into them, but I remember hearing some of their th- songs and thinking, scandalous, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I used to be on the bus, and, um friend who has now passed, I would give my heck my headphone yeah. and be like, listen to this. And I just <laughs> wanted my friends to be like, I don't know, I didn't want them to be concerned for me, but I wanted them to be like, gosh, she's, she's cool. Yeah, she's so much ahead of me. Oh, she's yeah. just, she's Beyond so much more grown years. than me. Yes. Yeah, ahead and of so, her time. For them to hear that. And, you know, not saying that I knew half of what they were really saying you know, and what it meant, yeah. but the fact that I knew that it was absolutely rancid yes. and I should not be hearing it yeah it brought me into it exactly and yeah. I think that's part of like um you know also getting into emo because for you know when I first got into emo when I first heard you know Knives and Pen by Blackville Brides I was like this is so different than anyone else I know you know what I mean like <laughs> yeah they all listened to Katy Perry and Kesha yeah <laughs> that's real cool you so, know what I mean yeah and that's where the, I feel like that's where the gatekeeping came in because all of a yeah. sudden I had just randomly I mean you know within a couple of days found all of this new music that I liked and I still had you know 
Taylor Swift and Katy Perry right. and all these other artists on my Apple Music yeah. there to humble me. Right. But I still right. was like, I'm much better than that now. You no, know? And that's exactly. why I got gatekeepy yeah. and See, weird. That was my mentality too. And like, as you know, like Catholic school, I grew up in a Catholic school and, you know, we had 30 kids in our whole grade. So, you know, we knew each other by our shoes and by our handwriting. Like, we knew each other pretty well because we've been together through it all, really. Yeah. And I hated that place. I really did. I had horrible experiences. And the one thing that, like, helped me was emo music. I truly feel like it was just, like, a... It was the thing that was, like, this is how I'm going to stand out from everyone else. Like, I'm not allowed to be different where I am. So this is how I'm going to be different. And this is a place for me. Like, I'm the weird kid. Like, they know me. They, they understand who I am. And I think that's what drew me to emo initially yeah. because it was just you know so also the internet the in general i mean it's just you know it's a wasteland for every it, little yeah. part you want to go into there's there's yeah. you know a whole community out no, there for yeah. anything you could be interested in exactly. people who understand your interest and are able or are willing more than willing to talk to you about it while you're right. you know in your typical life you're surrounded by people who don't really know what you're into don't really yeah they don't understand. Yeah, don't understand yeah. and don't really too much care, you right. know, about what you're into. Yes. Um, care and understand are the key yeah. words. I feel like, you know, my friends at the time, even family, certain family, it's like, you know, I could, I'd be excited about my emo music, say, and yeah. I'd show them and they'd be like, that's absolutely terrifying and you're strange. Yeah. You honestly, though, I would get off on that a little bit. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> the, on the, yeah, like, no. the strange and the, I mean, you know, of course I had my parents who had already had their run with my brother right. who, you know, listened to the, the screaming and mm-hmm. dyed his hair weird colors and the piercings and the gauges. Yeah. But just for my parents to look at me in a different light of like, I, don't, I feel like that truly made them think like, She's not my little girl anymore. Yeah. Like, it wasn't getting my period. It was listening to Sleeping with Sirens. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Honestly. I feel like that was the same way. At least with my mom, I feel like the minute I started, you know, getting into the, the cult, the emo culture. The emo she, cult. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, I just remember hearing so many times, like, why won't you wear another color other than black? And I was oh. like, you can't. You can't, first of all, do not tell me what to do. <laughs> Second of all, dare me to wear pink. I, you, dare me. You know what I want? You know what fucking, I mean? Or the hatred with pink. I don't understand. Uh, yeah, I like pink now. I, I, I wear love it. it. I wear yeah. pink all the time. Yeah. I think it was, I think part of it too was like growing up, especially if you were a weird kid in a sense. You know what I mean? Like you just didn't fit in. Yeah, yeah you get to a point, too, where it's like, I don't want to fit in, you know? Yeah. I'm, I've embraced who, like, that I do not fit yeah. in, so I'm not going to let myself fit in in any other way, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm so going to be different in every I, sense I can be. You know, I do not like pink, I do not like girly things, I like screaming men, and <laughs> I, I like, you know... Yeah, Boys with long hair. Yeah, and, long hair and covered in sleeves yes, and all these tattoos. wearing all black. All the things yeah. that my mom like we had gotten public with my mom and she'd see somebody covered in tattoos or piercings and she's like mm. yeah yeah <laughs> and yeah. i'm like that's my type actually yeah actually <laughs> i want to look like that how's that make you feel you yeah, know what I exactly mean? Yeah. and i guess it was a sense of rebellion but it's it's so cool to be adults now you know yeah. and still 
still, you know, of course not as cringy and gatekeepy and annoying as we right. once were, but still be like, I still love that culture. Everything about that oh, culture, yeah. I still love, respect, yeah. and I, I, I would have it no other way of me yeah. growing up on that. Yeah. You know? No, like I said before, I feel like even though there's so much bad to it <laughs> and how much I hated my life back then, like... I remember the feelings I had and how miserable I was in middle school, especially. And yet here I am today being like, God, if only I could go back. You know what I mean? Right. I sit here and I think like, man, I would do anything to go live just one day in seventh grade. And then I read my seventh grade journal and I'm like, (laughs) would you really though? Right. Because you wanted to set yourself on fire. Right. (laughs) Luckily, I do not have any remnant of my thoughts from back then because I know they would be bad, but... I remember the feelings, for sure. And I don't think... I've never been as bad as I was back then, which is sad to say, but once again, I think the internet did it to me. Yeah, I'm I being think honest. So. I think... I mean, also, when you're on the internet at that age, you don't have the self-control and the thought process to be like, this is bad for me. Like, right now, like, you know, you're not on TikTok, you're not on Twitter, yeah. because you consider those things bad for you. Yeah. you have self-control, self-control and yeah. you know what is good for you and what is bad for you not you're not necessarily following what everybody else is doing just because right. they're doing it yeah and so I feel like I at that age was on every it, social media was so new to me I wanted to be on every social media that was available yeah and I wanted it to be as unrestricted as possible yes. but now at this age I don't really get on TikTok as much as I used to for sure right it definitely has some nasty stuff on it yeah I have my Twitter followers dwindled down to pretty much positivity mm-hmm. Um, (laughs) questionable (laughs) questionable (laughs) yeah but I mean I know when something is getting too bad for me and I know when to yeah when to back off but at that age it was just all I had was getting home from school and getting on the internet and whatever was there was there and I was gonna consume it I was ready to (laughs) yeah and honestly good point like you know the internet is such a big thing now and like you said now that we're older we have as you said self-control and you know, we don't want to feel bad, no. and we don't we don't want to see things that make us upset or yeah. make us question ourselves or think, God, I wish I looked like her, as you said earlier, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I don't want to have a crisis. No, exactly. <laughs> I don't either. You know, I want to be secure in my image and myself. Yeah. And, like, that's, a, you know, that's why I think doing this is so good. Like, not only are we regressing, I feel like anyone who's on the internet today, especially, like, the age we were at when we were going through this, it's such an important thing to know, like, you know, how to understand media just in general and just, uh, you know, learn to have a balance, self-control, um, learn that, you know, it's not actually cool to, um, be, be sad. Yeah, it's not cool to be sad. And or it's, to have any other disorder, I mean. No. And that's... That's why I wanted to sort the podcast, too, is because I feel like we can talk to older people, but as well as younger people, because on TikTok, I'm seeing stuff about, you know, people body checking, people spreading some very close to pro-Anna rhetoric that I just, yeah. I'm like, oh, crap, we're back here again? Right. Like, we made a full circle back here again? This yeah. is where we want to go? How did we get here? And, you know, and, and people are just, they're eating it up. I mean, they, the comments on it, I see some, some comments on some, you know, kind of pro-Anna type things, or pro-self-harm, yeah. or, you know, or even making self-harm, at least active self-harm, right. a joke. 
like yeah. it once was back then. Yeah. You know, and I just, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to see, I mean, of course, you know, me and you can't fully stop it just ourselves, but I don't yeah. want to see it go back. And if I could have somebody younger stumble across this podcast and yeah. listen to just one person, yeah. if there is even at like one person you know, that was our age, and going through the same things we went through, if I had heard, you know, if I had someone who had been through stuff like that before telling me, like, you know, it's fine, like, it's not, it's not as deep as you think, you know, like, yeah, uh, there's a solution, you know. Yeah, instead of, I feel like I heard a lot back then was, like, you know, time heals all, and, like, you know, you're gonna grow up, and, and I mean, I would hear that, and I'd be like, Okay, F y'all. Whatever. Like, I, yeah. <laughs> like, this is what I feel right now, so what are you telling me about my future gonna help me? Yeah. What do you <laughs> know? Yeah, yeah, what do you know? Yeah. But, like, just even having somebody who has truly been in that exact same position, grew right. up, and can look back at that, even in a fond light, even being able to look back at that in a fond light, yeah. but still have having learned so much from that. Yeah. Having, like, you know, as I mentioned, having, being able to see patterns from being on the internet when it was, you know, very, like, being on the internet when you're 12 and seeing patterns yeah. from now on TikTok or whatever it may be and being like, oh, gotta take a step back because I remember what it was like when I consumed mm-hmm. this content yeah. when I was 12 and it didn't really make me too yeah. happy. And yeah, I mean, that's why, that's why I've stepped back from so much social media. It's just because, like, I'm like, that's regressing in a bad way. Yeah. You and know what I mean? And that's why, <laughs> I, that's why I wanted this podcast to be uh, regressing in a good way as also acknowledging that not all progressing is good. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, just being able to speak on both, I feel like is a very interesting topic. Yeah. And um, I feel like another thing that at least drew us together for the podcast, at least, is, you know, we mentioned it before. We've had both two very different, but yet similar experiences. Like, you know, like you going to uh, public school, you know, yeah. and then I went to private Catholic school. And so, you know, different, uh, freedom of expression. Yeah. And, but yet different, um, you know, culture of people and exposure to things. And, you know, I feel like that's a good take on both of our parts because like I said, you know, if, if we can reach anyone that at this age that we were suffering with this kind of stuff, yeah, no matter where they are, they might find something they relate to in this. And, yeah. and like I, like we've mentioned before, too, like, even if you're older or our age, there's something for you here, you know? Yeah. There's something yeah. for everyone. Because yeah. I feel like, you know, yes, we've, we're both, you know, emo. And, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but growing, the internet is just such a vast yeah, I mean, you can you get know, into any niche that you want to. Yeah. Like, any niche content or yeah. any section of the internet that you want to. It's truly... Yeah. Anything you want is there at your fingertips. Mm-hmm. And it, it was crazy to go from, you know, limited one one family computer that yeah. was in the living room right. <laughs> that you used for... You know, I, I used it for horse games. I was horse, <laughs> horse I can't I can't <laughs> say that I wasn't. I can't judge. I was Warrior Cats, and I was role-playing as a warrior cat. So you so. like cats, I like horses. <laughs> yeah, there we go. And so, you got you got uh, the best of both worlds yeah. <laughs> here. And so I would play my little horse game, Bellicera. Bellicera. In particular. 
Do you remember? Did you ever get into that? I, don't, I was, was never a horse girl. It was essentially, I, I hope, just even one person out there would be like, fuck, I love Phil I'm Sarah. sure. But I'm it was sure. pretty much like Pokemon, but for horses. You would go and you would buy these pack of cards and it had horses on them. And you would go and put in, I'm pretty sure it had like one little code and you could put them into your Bellicera account. And kind you of like webkins. Yeah, like webkins yeah. pretty much. But you would like groom your horses. Oh, okay. And you would feed them. Wow. And uh, I think there's other things you could do. Teaching some responsibility. Yeah, yeah. And I was <laughs> up on there. I was responsible as hell. <laughs> making sure that when my it horses, comes to horses fed, yeah. groomed, <laughs> yeah, beautiful. Yeah. But, um talking about horses and all of a sudden my mind's boggled. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just thinking about warrior cats now. <laughs> Role playing. I had so many characters, man. Yeah, and so it was so funny. Oh, yeah. No, I know. It was from, <laughs> from going to that to seeing two girls, one cup at age 11. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, honestly. You know. <laughs> yeah, it was, you know, role playing on Minecraft as warrior cats to, you know, uh, trying to talk people out of suicide. Yeah, yeah it was. kick at 12 p.m. Yeah. Or 12 a.m. Yeah, it, there was really no in-between, honestly. Yeah. yeah, I honestly feel like I was on the internet doing that, you know, wholesome, what the internet was truly, I feel like, made for. Right. Was to have, you know, access to these, to these, like, other, other worlds where you could take yourself out of whatever stressful situations you're in and groom a horse <laughs> online or whatever it may be whatever right. you're whatever you found on the internet was for you right. it, it nonetheless took you out of the world that you were in yeah from taking you to a much darker world yeah like you know but you know what's crazy is you know thinking back on that and thinking how horrible it was and you know part of me was like god I wish I never experienced some of those things that I experienced because maybe I'd be a better person today but at the same time I'm like also I'm glad I did because, yeah. you know, I've learned a lot, and, you know, we could be here now to, you know, share our experience, but also be like, hey, if you're new to this whole thing, like, beware. Yeah. You know, yeah, we've I mean, been there. Yeah. And I've talked to kids, I mean, I say kids, two kids, <laughs> um, that my mom had figured out that they were self-harming or having negative thoughts or something like that. And she pretty much was like, Haley, take care of them (laughs) because I had been through that and I had grown out of it and I had learned good things. Uh, You know, it was a horrible experience, but I learned some stuff from having that experience that I could tell them so they don't have to go to a therapist who's reading out of a book to be like, Oh, you're doing this because of this. This is bad because of this. You shouldn't be doing this because of this. And me being like, hey, you know, I was there once, I mm-hmm. did that, and this is why I don't think you should do that, and this yeah. is why I regret doing it personally, you know, having gone through that, and now I'm at a different point in my life, yeah. just being able to, to talk through that, and I, I, I honestly, you know, while, you know, as you said, I, I feel like I might have been a better person, you know, we'll right. never know. Yeah, <laughs> but I feel like, you know, I could maybe be a little bit mentally better had I not seen some things on the internet, interacted with some people Very on true. the internet, had access to the internet at all. Let's just put it there. Yeah, but. honestly, I think about, you know, the good old days <laughs> when internet did not exist and people just went about their lives and they were traumatized in different ways, you know? Yeah. See, and there's good and bad parts to all of it. I mean, you yeah. know, you, the internet is now... We have information at the palm of our hands. I don't... Yeah. This might be, like, a very lame 
example of it, but like, I don't really have to, if I'm in a calculus class, I don't really have to understand every little bit of calculus as I would if we didn't have the Very internet. I, I can <laughs> cut corners knowing I have these things in my mind, at least, yeah. forever, at the palm of my yeah. hand, that and, will know, help me cut corners and make these oh, things yeah. easy and more digestible for me. But it's also good in a way, you know, as much as we met some pretty horrible people on the internet, I met some really good people on the internet. Exactly. I mean, I feel like I would have been in a much worse state, probably, at a young age, if I didn't meet the friends that I met. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. there were some really good people out there who helped me through stuff, and That's... were there for me when a lot of other people weren't in my yeah. real life, you Yeah, know? That's a really good point. I guess I didn't really even think about it like that. It's yeah. like, yeah, I, I talked to some horrible people on the internet and yeah. I was able to, you know, talk to people I should not be talking to on the internet. Right. But that being said, I also met some people who, when I was having falling out with my friends, typical middle school stuff, you yeah. know, you have falling out with your friends that feel like yeah. it's the end of the world. You'll never, oh, ever yeah. come over this or, you know, whatever it may be. I have but... a lot of stories about that stuff, <laughs> God. But, you know, I, I was able to confide in these people who lived across the country from me. Yeah, and they cared. <laughs> yeah, and they cared, yeah. and, and I was also willing to listen to them, and I loved hearing their stories, mm -hmm. and just being able to meet different people who had my interests at a time where I felt like I didn't really have that many people around me who did, you know? Yeah, and I feel like, you know, that's just a, a, a general gist of what we want to, you know, express here. Yeah. It's just, you know, there's good and bad to everything, first of all. But, you know, as we look back on it with, like, nostalgia in a way. And, like, yeah. oh, God, we love this, you know. But also, you know, there was bad parts. And we did suffer. <laughs> yeah. And, but once again, you know. Like I said before, I wouldn't have it any other way, I don't think. Yeah. I think I would have, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there really I'm, was bad to it, but. I'm about to take a drink of your drink, because I drank oh. off my drink. Oh, well, go, go for it. What time are we at? Mm. 50 minutes? We're at 50 minutes? Oh my goodness. Keep we were going. over here. We were so, so yeah. we were so nervous about, I guess, having enough, as if we don't talk regularly and we go on yeah. hours and hours about things we were literally talking, like <laughs> we sit we'll get on facetime and i i will just expect usually when i get on facetime i'm like okay we'll just have a short little chat you know what i mean yeah. we'll just i don't know usually when when i at least facetime somebody i have one thing to say and then i'm done but like with Haley, it doesn't matter if i have something in mind when i facetime her it just keeps going yeah i hours. can facetime you just because i'm bored yeah, honestly, and I, <laughs> I think have that's nothing what, to say. That's what the point we've gotten to. I feel like. Yeah. I feel like when we started talking about this this podcast, it you know, I don't know. Maybe it did. I don't. I don't even remember. Like I said, we've mentioned before, this has been going on for a long time. We've been we planning this for so long, and we, you know, had to set a date for ourselves to be like, this is when we're doing it. We gotta yeah. just do it. That's why if it feels. Which I don't think it does. I honestly, as we've been talking, it does yeah. not feel forced or awkward in no. a sense. Yeah. But, you know, as the episodes continue, we are very interested in doing segments related to, like, <laughs> ranking ships and yes. stuff like that. So where people who were a part of the internet at that time can look back and be, like, have their own opinions about it and still just, just regress, you know? Yeah, just yeah. truly, you know, look at it in a good light, but also be talking about, you know, 
horrible parts of the internet, horrible memes yeah. that we saw, and just uh, just all these things, you know. There's I feel so like... much. There's so much to cover. Yeah. Honestly, we could go on forever. Yeah. And but like you know, eventually, as we said very early on, this uh, setup is very temporary. <laughs> so <laughs> if you could see the back of this damn room. Oh God. <laughs> I wish, I wish, I, I wish anyone who was watching this could see the back of this room. I don't, I don't. <laughs> it's, it's charming in a way, it's, you know? Yeah, that's a word for it. Yeah. <laughs> it's charming. Very, very redneck setup this, we got yeah, here. Yeah, this essentially, the room we're in is this, we call it the office, but really what that means is storage room. It, my right. mom just wants to call it an office. Whatever suits her, her little old needs. <laughs> Whatever makes her so, feel better. It's so funny. Yeah. I did, I'm looking, we have a little board that says like our talking points and I realized I do want to talk about how we met because this podcast would not be a thing if we if we didn't meet very (laughs) very accurate yeah very valid point (laughs) thank you um yeah I so like I said before you know I came from a, a a private catholic school and when I went to high school first uh public school experience I've ever had in my entire life ever terrifying to say the least you go from 30 people to 600 people in your class and you feel like the tiniest little ant and that you know a part of you is like god like how do I stand out but in a way that's not embarrassing like, yeah that's these, not too attention drawing yeah to you. like this is such a different demographic than I'm used to too I mean like it was a bunch of rich kids I was going to school with, and, you know, they all looked the same, and they all acted the same, they all dated each other, (laughs) you know, like, there was only, it was, like, me and my little gang of weirdos, and then, like, we split up after that, yeah, high school, high school was terrifying, I remember the first day, which is when I met you, uh, I remember splitting up from the one person in my group, my best friend, still to this day, really, um, you know, we've been together since kindergarten, and then we go to public high school together, and the first day, the bell rang, we were like, oh, God, (laughs) this is the day we finally are not together, you know, like, this is just terrifying, and so it it was, uh, you know, I don't- Culture shock. Yeah, oh, yeah, huge culture shock. I mean, I wish I could explain the feeling, just pure terror. I- I remember wanting to throw up before and after the first day. <laughs> it was just horrible. But what was it? Was it second period that we had? I know it was early. I want to say fourth. I don't know why. Fourth. No, I think I know, you're right. I know first period I had with your Catholic school best friend. <laughs> oh, okay. And okay, that's, yeah, okay. that's when I saw him. Yeah. I. No, I think fourth sounds about right. Yeah. But it, it was ninth grade English. Yeah. And... and um. A little preface too. At this point, I was expelled in eighth grade, <laughs> and I would love to do. I would love to do a story time oh. in the future when people oh, are more you interested should. about even oh, yeah. hearing stories that I have or but, care about us. Yeah, care, care even in the slightest, yeah. a sliver to hear what I yeah. have to say about why I was expelled in eighth grade. Great story, even if you don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean. But you know, I was expelled, and then when I in eighth grade, I was very emo. I was known for being emo in public school. Really, kind of the the emo little girl in my grade, and then, um, 
I decided while I was expelled, I wanted to make a new image for myself. <laughs> and so I showed up to ninth grade with my butt pad on, my double bras on, oh and a corset. Could not oh, breathe yeah. that whole day. I wanted a new image for myself, but in the back of my mind, could not shush it. I was emo. <laughs> I still was listening to the same music. I just wanted to stop having the connotation of emo. Understandable. It's crazy, too, because I remember... All I remember, like, about you was how we met. I don't remember a butt pad. <laughs> I don't, I don't I remember. I it the first day because when I, I don't sit down corset. and shift up to my upper pad. <laughs> I wish I remembered. I'm glad that you didn't, you weren't able to tell because that whole day, you know, I should have just been having an easygoing first day, but I was concerned about my butt pad being up in honestly, my lower back. <laughs> honestly, you know... It being me, I was so terrified that day. I did not give a shit about anyone else. <laughs> I was like, I'm so terrified someone's gonna, I don't know, tell me I'm disgusting that, like, you know. That's more likely to happen in Catholic school, though, sadly, than sure, public yeah, school. Yeah, that's what's so weird is I don't know why I was so afraid of public school when Catholic school was so much worse. <laughs> I had so many good experiences. I met the best people. Yeah. You, for example, at public school, you know better experiences I grew more than public school yet or yeah in public school than private school but yet when I finally made the switch private school to me was like comfort you know I guess yeah, yeah of course I mean it's something yeah you, you like I said 30 life. to 600 people is a huge yeah oh, complete change whoa yeah, yeah. but yeah, so I truly do not remember any sort of butt pad. I don't even remember what you were wearing. I don't remember anything other than that icebreaker. Which, was that the first day? Yeah, so, you know, on the first day of uh, high school, I mean, I bet they even do this in college, and middle school, whatever, they do icebreakers for the class. Especially in public school, there's so many people you have no idea yeah. are at all. Exactly. And so they do these little awkward icebreakers, and... What I remember, my, my POV, yeah. <laughs> was I saw a little quiet girl, with, and I still remember the, the cat shirt. <laughs> the shirt. Because I forgot your name, so I called you Cat Girl. Yeah, for a while. understandable. <laughs> I like how we're saying this after I said I was a huge Warrior Cat fan. <laughs> which I wasn't it, all even, leads, yeah. it all ties into each other. It really does. It really does. I Wasn't the shirt... I remember it being a black shirt, and I'm pretty sure it had a pocket, pocket. That, yep. with the cat on it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I got that at Zoomies. <laughs> I thought it was so cool for that, too. I was like, this new store hey, opened up. You yeah. you reeled me. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. out of everybody in our English teacher's class, I was like, I'm going to do the icebreaker with her. Yeah, I looked the most emo. Yeah, so I was like, ah, that's my comfort zone. Right. And so we get this little icebreaker sheet that has, like, very vague prompts like what's your favorite favorite clothing brand what's your favorite uh -huh. food what's your favorite music what's your favorite yeah, just art basic, like, stuff like yeah. that get to know you kind of yeah. stuff yeah and so sitting there doing this icebreaker <laughs> and the only the one thing I could truly remember from this is we could not figure out what what clothing brand we want to go to because we're like hot topic isn't a clothing brand yeah we can't say hot topic it's not and that's when yeah. i knew we were going to be friends and that's going to be deeper than this icebreaker is because we were already just talking about hot topic right um, first interaction we're talking about hot topic yeah, yeah. exactly and so i was like okay this is, this is deeper than just an english friend <laughs> but um and then we decided on drop dead yeah i believe because that was the only clothing brand i even had in my mind 
once again, other than Hot Topic, I did not know a single clothing no. brand. And so we were both, like, pretty much with a lot of the questions, I feel like we were like, we're gonna put just this. And yeah. we pretty much had, like, a lot of the same yeah. answers to the questions. Yeah. See, I, I remember specifically, like, relating on the Drop Dead thing, and I was like, she's cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, this is my first public school emo. We've made it. But I also remember, like, the only thing other than that that I remember is, like, when we had to do those, um, like, introducing ourselves, like, uh, PowerPoint things. Oh, Lord. And I just very vividly remember the pictures you showed. I don't know why, but... Really? Yeah, it was, like, you and your brothers. Then you had a guitar, and I asked you about that because, you know, I play guitar. Yeah. And you said, I don't play guitar. <laughs> <laughs> no, I learned how to play Swing Life Away by Rise Against. Great song. Love that song. Still to this day. I can appreciate that. <laughs> and um, I Miss You. I play 182 on the guitar. Another, and... you know, I can appreciate <laughs> yeah. that. And uh, we went to these family pictures, and my mom, <laughs> or the photographer, was like, play guitar to your mom. <laughs> <laughs> so I played my guitar and uh, looked at her endearingly as I'm playing the shitty rendition of I Miss You, my rendition of I Miss You. <laughs> right. And, um... Yeah, National One connected with me so bad on the guitar at the party. Oh, yeah. I was like, sorry. <laughs> As a finally, someone who it's plays his guitar and is emo. <laughs> what have I discovered? But I, yeah. it was it was false. I was just emo. Yeah. That's all I had. That's all right. Honestly, I could live off that. <laughs> and obviously, it has worked because we're yes. here talking yeah. about emo stuff. Exactly. Well, after all these years. In our 20s. Moment. Yeah. I feel like I keep on, I'm about to sneeze this whole time. Do it. Yeah, I, I I brought too much attention to it. Now oh. it's nervous. But it's probably a good idea for sneezing. I would. What? I was always told that you should look at a light and say peanut butter over and over. I was. I heard orange. You're supposed to say orange. Orange. Peanut butter. Peanut butter. Peanut I don't know why peanut butter. That doesn't make no sense. I I just I thought, thought orange makes sense because you're kind of like. See, I always thought yeah. peanut butter because you're. It's such a. Let's say difficult word, but you know you're it's like. A hard and- <laughs> it's a very hard word. Very hard two words to say. No, I think it's just because it's, like, a longer word and you're having to, like, Move your enunciate mouth. or yeah, whatever. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Peanut butter, peanut butter, peanut... Orange. Orange would work, too, I get. I stared at that light. <laughs> now looking at you, you're, like, a big blob of light. <laughs> I'm like, I've been trying not to... We have a ring light behind our... Oh, God, don't even remind me. <laughs> now I'm looking at that. We have a ring light behind our little makeshift phone setup thing. And I've been trying not to look at that because it's hard to be an internet star. Yeah, all these lights. Yeah, this production is fucking insane. (laughs) It really is, but we're gonna figure it out. We are, we are, and I'm just, I don't know. I'm just so excited for where this podcast is gonna go. Uh, Yeah, honestly, I feel like we started out rough, or not rough, but awkward, stumbling, maybe stumbling a little bit. (laughs) We were so nervous. I swear, like we had to have like three drinks just to start talking. (laughs) We had to have some liquid courage. I will admit, and. We have been, at least I know I have been, well, you mentioned last night not being able to sleep. I was the same way. I was up all night thinking about, okay, how am I going to say hi? See, that's one thing I wasn't even thinking of until we got in the camera and I I couldn't say hey. Yeah. Like, uh, appropriately in a way that made it seem like natural. Like, hey! Once again, I think it's just something we're going to have to get used to. This is all new for us. You know, yeah. a camera, a ring light, yeah, but we a have, microphone, a laptop. Yes. We have so, and you know, I don't want to express all the ideas that we have because I don't want them to be stolen. 
But <laughs> not saying that we're and spoiler it alert, you know. Yeah, of course, of course. And so we have so many other ideas of segments we want to do mm-hmm. of uh, stuff we want to talk about, of stuff we want to rank, of yeah. uh, lyrics we want to go over. Of just uh, we have so many ideas. And so yes, so episode many. one yeah. is it's a, a mess. bit weird. But I mean, I, I feel like anybody would be able to listen to this and take from this. Do oh, I yeah. want to continue to watch this? Yeah, honestly, <laughs> do I like this dynamic yeah, at all? You know and. I feel like, there. once again, I feel like I said this earlier. I feel like I just keep repeating myself. But there really is something for everybody here in a way. You yeah. know, whether you like emo music or not, we talk a lot about, I feel like we're going to talk about all kinds of music. I mean, yeah. you know, you were talking earlier about the stuff, you know, your parents and your brothers got you into, you know, like. I had that kind of music too, you know, like I grew up on classic rock and, and country of all things, which if if I'm here for one thing, it's to change the stigma around country. Hey, Country's I good. It. I country, respect it. Country is good. You just gotta <laughs> listen to the right stuff. But, you know, it, once again, you know, music is a universal thing. The internet is a universal thing. Um, and if not those two things, um... We're cool. <laughs> we can. I need to say so bad. <laughs> we can talk. We have the ability to speak. Yes, we 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 have voices and we talk to each other and sometimes we make jokes that are funny. Yeah, there we go. And that's yeah. that's what I. That's enough. Do. I but, feel like it is, and I, yeah. I I kind of you know if I wanted to compare this podcast to anything, even though I truly feel like it's incomparable to anything at right. all. I feel like it would be, and if anybody knows these two podcasts, or these two, this one person and this one podcast, I feel like it's a mixture of Violated Community Guidelines with Sarah Shower and Brittany Broski and The Cozy Representative. Yeah, Because we're going to be talking about little segments of the internet, as well as talking about little segments of fandoms we were in. Yeah. uh, Very good choices. (laughs) Honestly, I feel like, I mean, I... Especially recently, because I've been getting ready for the podcast, I'm like all about the cozy representative. I, I haven't seen the uh, Brittany Broski. What is that called? It's called Violated Community Guidelines. Okay, yeah. See, I'm, and I, they, seen that I will say they did release the podcast after we had our idea for our podcast. Mm, even were, though they're yeah. they're not doing at all what we're doing, no. but I I look at a lot we're going of the in stuff kind of different direction. Yeah, for but, sure. Yeah. But they they still talk about like they have an episode about Omegle and yeah other stuff like that. And I just like it's I feel like it's a it's a good mixture. Yeah. So that way, and we're we're able to separate the two. So some people who are just want to listen to it for the internet lore whatever yeah. you want to call it can have episodes for them yeah and maybe they never got into you know fandom yeah. culture i don't right. know what See, to call that but i think fandom's a term i feel like it is i i don't i think i've remember. said it since i was 12 I, yeah, but i honestly, feel like that's I've what I, was thinking. I cannot remember <laughs> but that's one thing too i don't want to like uh like not include or f- make anyone feel like they're not included in this podcast because like I said, yeah. there's there's so much for everyone here. Or not so much, but there's little things for everyone here. And we'll get to it eventually. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we just have so many ideas. And that's I why we wanted to start we the podcast. Seriously, we have a whole Google Docs full yeah. of ideas we have just listed off. Yeah, and that's why... We'll get to something you like. That's why this was something that could just be put into YouTube videos as we sit, yeah. as we sat there and started thinking about all of the things we could delve into. There yeah. was just so much stuff. And I bet as time goes on, there'll be even more. Because, you know, I mean, there's still... I feel like I'm still... Kind of in a fandom. It was a Dance Gavin Dance fandom. <laughs> I don't I don't like the vibes there anymore. 
but maybe they will get better. I hope for the best. I don't know. I I don't know. But I still feel like I you know ignore the curse. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I still you know being you know this age mm-hmm. and getting into another fandom made me realize that there's so much. My nose is so stopped up now for some reason. <laughs> but it's the lies. I feel yeah. like it is. But you know just. There's so much that we can talk about from the yeah. past. Even we can start working our way up onto the present, but there's still, even yeah. with the past, we have at least 60 hours of content. Oh, so much. If not more. Yeah. And also, <laughs> you're talking about being in a fandom. Like, I feel like we're all in a fandom to some extent. It's not cringy. Yes, the word fandom is cringy. But, you know, you know, there, there's something for all of us, just like there is here. And we're yeah. going to talk about it. And it's going to be fun, because we're cool, and, um, yeah, that's all I have to say about us. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, you know, you don't know, you know shit about shit about us, I understand She's that. got tattoos, she's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I got one. It's really tiny, but that means I'm cool. Yeah, hey, <laughs> we've established, we've established yeah. our credentials. Yeah, no, exactly, um, I mean, <laughs> credentials, yes, we have them, we have been through all of, all of the internet. All yeah. of the bat, the the ups and downs, and the the, the, the sideways. <laughs> yes, all of it. Yeah, and I I think you know while we may not be the most qualified <laughs> to talk about yeah. any of these things, I I think it's cool to have a perspective of somebody who was in public school and was from their my parents were you know very they did allow me to not all the time but they were yeah they were pretty good about allowing me to express myself and the school I was into for sure allowed mm-hmm. me to express myself and hearing your side of that, yeah. I feel like you'll be able to re- to reach out to a certain audience that I won't be able to yeah. relate to, yeah. and that's why it's it's so good. I mean, you know, we, we both have other friends who are in the scene, but don't have the same dynamic that yeah. me and you do to be able right. to talk about these things. And I mean, everyone's had a different experience. Yeah. I mean, that's just the internet. You know, not every one person has had the same experience, but there's yeah. aspects of it, you know, and still to this day, it really hasn't changed. If I'm being honest, I uh, feel like it changed for a while, and now it's full. So, I mean, I know it changed just because of the most offensive, vile stuff I was seeing on the good internet. Point. That I, I feel like it's still there. It's, it's just there, not it, as obvious. I, I mean, feel like you know, I feel like four chan still exists. Reddit still exists. Yeah. Those things are still happening, just not right yeah. in our faces. I, yeah. Fortunately, yeah. I feel like the algorithm <laughs> has perfected itself to realize yeah. uh, to. Yeah, that's show a, what that's I want to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, while I was orig- like you know, first on the internet, the really the algorithm was there. Yes, mm-hmm. but I was seeing all types of stuff, stuff that I didn't yeah. want to see, stuff that I did want to see, right? You know, yeah. Stuff that I shouldn't have seen. <laughs> I feel like TikTok is like the new. I want to say Tumblr, just because it is. I mean, from my experience, the amount of like people saying you need to be depressed and you are depressed and the like pro Anna stuff and the pro self-harm stuff and, and the, the pro you have autism yeah <laughs> cool. I, I got so many of those that was one thing that made me delete it was like I am not autistic and I don't know why you keep thinking I am and I don't want to see any more videos telling me I am yeah. autistic because they would I know for a fact I'm not they would tell me all of these symptoms that I was like I like these are pretty normal. It could be a plethora I know. of other things. Yeah. Dude, I could go on and on and on about this is what TikTok. The podcast is for. Yeah, no, no, exactly. I mean, like, 
the the major I'm in and the classes I've been taking, like, this is what I've been writing about, what I've been talking about. Like, this stuff is, it's dark and it's scary. And I, once again, I could go on and on. But, um, yeah, it's what the podcast is for. That's what we're here for. And I'm just, now, all of a sudden, even though I was nervous, I'm so excited. I just want to keep talking. I know, I know. I wish we could just film all... <laughs> Just keep going yeah, all night, all, all yeah. day tomorrow. Just, you know. Yeah, keep going. Yeah, we have so much to talk about. But that's the fun part. Everyone has to wait. <laughs> Everyone has to be patient. <laughs> yes, and that's what's Us, so mainly. Like, I'm sure people are going to watch this and be like, okay. You know, yeah, they're like, like okay, I, I truly I really cannot d- understand anything. I don't understand what this podcast is I really, relatively going to be about. I really do not care, <laughs> yeah. nor do I understand. Yeah. But, but... I think, you know, as much as I feel like we want to reach people that are like us and had experiences like us and people that are getting to that point, yeah. I feel like in the end, this is fun. and We're having a good time. Yeah, we are. <laughs> as much as I was uncomfortable at first, you know, yeah. it's still going to take some getting used to, but the it was that I'm going to have to edit and hear my voice. Oh, God. <laughs> Please don't send it to me. <laughs> Please don't say, but... I need help. <laughs> I don't want to hear. Like, I feel like I, I feel like I relatively got it. Yeah, but. I, I, we were so worried about like having to cut stuff out. I was so worried about like awkward silence. We've never had that before. I, I don't know, know why we thought I it'd be a problem I now. Know. Yeah, like we were talking about before, like, uh, when we're on Facetime, there is no stop. It, you know, the amount of hours we're talking, it keeps going. There's it keep it, like there's no pause. There's no. Awkward silence. We're yeah. like, where do we go now? Yeah. You know. Well, because we go on tangent and tangent. That's where I, as I go through and edit this, I'm gonna realize that we've gone on I so know. many different. Ta- but I feel like that's. I mean, when I listen to a podcast, at least that's what I like to hear. Yeah. Is two people who know each other very well go on tangents because then yeah. it feels like I'm a part of their friend group and I'm yeah. just like listening to them. Maybe someone talk very and it's not lon- structured. Yeah. Maybe someone very lonely out there will think they can, you know, they feel a part of our yeah. friend group and. They are. They are. You know? Come on. Yes. You're our friend now. And if you are our only friend slash, you know, listener, I do not care. If you're our only fan. (laughs) (laughs) Only fans. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. No, I'm very excited to see where this is going to go. Even the first episode has given me the confidence to know that we got this. Yeah. (laughs) We can make it happen. Yeah. I think really just all that's really standing in our way it's just you know figuring out the setup yeah but i'm so worried right now <laughs> that this is stopped recording <laughs> and we have no okay. video okay. yeah so we're gonna end this for today yeah that's it because <laughs> now i'm paranoid because we yeah. the setup we have you know we're recording on ashton's phone my phone is an iphone 8 please don't kick me spit on me and bully me <laughs> because, but and so she obviously has a better phone than me everybody has a better phone than me and i'm hoping this didn't stop recording. I know. I'm so scared now. At so. least know the audio is still going. So yeah. if the if the um, video is not there, you know what happened. Yeah. But until then, that is the end of this. Yeah. Episode one. We got it out. Yeah, it we was did. There. Yes, we did. High five. Yes. That's the end. Oh, we so will happy. see you next Tuesday. Yeah, next Tuesday. Goodbye. I'm so excited. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>